Check it out now. Oh, my. George Takei is a stern show legend. And on today's show, Howard goes where he's never gone before. In my ass. Into George's home. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now, everybody. Hey now. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Hey now. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing having a microphone in your basement hey where you can reach out and touch. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. There you go. Hey now. What do you want to do? Hey you now. want to have a little first thing up phony phone call action? Everybody enjoys a good phony phone call. Why not? Yeah, let's start this show off with a laugh. All right. <laughs> there it is. There's the laugh. There it goes. The beautiful laugh. We're going to uh, actually talk to George from his home where he's in quarantine. And we even have uh, i I've never seen this before. For years, George has been talking about this nude painting of his husband, Brad, that he did when Brad was thin and used to be a runner. He had a tremendous musculature. Musculature. He was the thoroughbred. He was a thoroughbred. Musculature. Musculature. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to be able to see the painting. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Hey, where is that painting? Over George's bed. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. I think so. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it is, I mean, I've, I've seen a preview of it. and Is it a nude? It's photo? a nude, yeah, yeah. Nude, nude uh, painting? Nude painting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, when I met Brad, he was a racehorse. <laughs> a thoroughbred. <laughs> he was a runner. And when I saw his musculature and his arms, his thick thighs and Muscular buttocks. Muscular. Oh, my. Oh, my. And, you know, I've told Brad that uh, he should lose a few pounds. He's <laughs> let himself go. You know, he no longer runs. Um, he stopped years ago. Uh, and as a result, he's gotten, well, let's say, a bit chubby. Chubby. It's voluminous. <laughs> you know, the painting is so beautiful, it hangs over my bed. And it reminds me of when Brad, let's say, was in thoroughbred condition. So do you imagine that when he's finished wrestling Brad? <laughs> he jerks off to the painting? Yeah. No, 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 no. In fact, when we Howard. painted it, we took liberties and added a few inches to his cock. What? Do you want to save this for George or do you want to show the painting to Robin now? Oh. Hmm. We have it? Why don't we wait for... Yeah, well, the problem is the painting's so big. That George uh -huh. can't figure out how to get his camera, you know, his Zoom camera working. So, yeah, forget it. He's not really technologically adept. So no. um, We're lucky we, to have him on. <laughs> yeah, we videotaped it so you can see it live today inside okay. his house. 
Ooh, it'll be like yeah. being there. Yeah, it's weird looking at the painting. I mean, he's like fully nude standing there like he but he's kind of turned. You don't see his cock. You just see like his buttocks. Uh-huh. Uh, and not even a shadow, a shadow yeah. of your cock. <laughs> the, the shadow of your cock is so inviting. Oh, my. <laughs> Brad looks pretty hairy and and what's that well, word? He used Swarthy. To talk about the are they golden hairs? No, he, no. Brad has like he's he looks um not golden. He's like a baby walrus. He's got like a <laughs> <laughs> he's got dark hair. He always used to talk about these fine hairs. Uh, no, 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 Robin. That was my camp counselor. I oh. was a boy. I oh. was 14 years old and my counselor <laughs> seduced me and I liked it. <laughs> it was not pedophilia because I was, let us say, willing. Jo- George, that is pedophilia. No, 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 yeah. no, no. There was nothing salacious. Uh, my camp counselor, I do remember, he had, his arms had golden hairs. Ah, the camp oh, yeah. counselor. The camp the counselor, yes. Not Brad. <laughs> Brad was a, what's the word? Swarthy, <laughs> Greek-looking thing. Hmm. Yeah, you'll also see inside George's house, he, he brought out the kimono. It's not a kimono, but... It's something like a, he calls it a kyoto or something. It's not a kimono. It's a kyoto that I put on before wrestling Brad. He's got a special shirt he wears. It's a Toyota. What is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, I'll tell you. Wait, I have it written down. <laughs> I made notes. He, here, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. It's a yukata. It's a yukata. Y U K A T A. Yukata. And, and, and I, what is the significance of the yukata, George? Well, it's very loose fitting. Yeah, it enables me to have maximum movement, you know. <laughs> and I'm not as young as I used to be, so the and yukata. A, flow, a free flow. The yukata covers up, let's say, what nature has taken from me. <laughs> And then he, uh, he's got another sexy bedroom outfit he's going to show us. It's a uh, Captain Sulu t-shirt. Because he's, he's impressed that Sulu went all the way to being captain and forgets that he when he became... so funny. Yeah. And then there's a mesh tank top underneath his Sulu, uh, Captain Sulu t-shirt. So when he strips that off, he's in a mesh... Uh, you'll see. I'm, re- I'm this ruining is it like because a fashion show. Yeah, we're gonna have Take a fashion show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny that he cares about a prom- a fake yes. promotion of a fake character. Yes. in a TV show. You know, um, Sulu. When they were making Star Trek Seven, they came to me and said, um, "George, we're giving Sulu a promotion to captain." Uh, and this was great for Japanese American uh, peoples to have a uh, Japanese American promoted to captain in the Starfleet Enema. I mean, Starship Enema. <laughs> and I, and I must tell you, but, but George, 
Don't you understand? Once you became captain, you were no longer in the movies. You had your own ship. Yeah, the, no. the action is on the Enterprise. You're on <laughs> they, another spaceship now. You got booted off the Enterprise, dude. Do you think that they were sitting there saying, oh, you know, we need to get rid of George, and we don't have much for him to do in this movie. Yeah, we'll so. promote him. We'll promote him, and he'll be happy with that. But mm. then we can tell him he's on another ship. <laughs> yeah, George, the good news is you've been promoted. The bad news is it means Sulu's barely in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you say I'm promoted. Yeah, so I'm you captain? would think you would think the worst moment in his career was becoming captain of the starship, <laughs> of his own starship. And, and, and in, right. you know, if, it, if they made him captain of the Enterprise, different story, you know, then we're in business. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that movie too. You see him at the beginning. He he's now they they flash to him because he's captain of his own ship, and you never see him through the whole movie. Never see him again. Yeah, yeah. And he and he was happy about it because he got a promotion. Great. <laughs> yes, I'm now a captain. <laughs> and you know, Bill didn't want me to be a captain. Right. <laughs> now I'm a captain, and in fact, they say in the next film I'm going to be promoted to admiral, and I'm not in the movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> ah. uh, oh that's like goodness. in the movie if in the movie private parts i get out of radio <laughs> that's right yeah the ah. radio show is the big deal in the movie right. and you go elsewhere good news i'm not on the radio anymore i started my own company <laughs> <laughs> oh boy it was the oh best boy. that promotion Anyway, we'll talk to George because we, you know, it occurred to us like a month ago. We don't know what, you know, we love George so much. And here COVID's happening and he's in quarantine. We haven't even checked in on him. So we'll be doing that later. Yes, and George is in his mm. 80s. Isn't that true? That is correct. I'm 83, yes, Robin. Uh, you must right. be very careful. You know, Brian Cranston announced that he had had COVID. Yeah. He got COVID and he thought he was being very careful. Yeah. And I wonder what that meant. You know, oh, like, please. what was he doing? <laughs> Careful is all bullshit. You know, I talk to friends of mine, you know, I, I, I'll get to the phony phone call in a minute, but I got to mention this because I, I was reading it and I love it. You talk about being careful. So, yeah, this drives me nuts. Look, no, no offense to the guy. You know, I'm a big fan of the, the TV show, The Bachelor, and the host of the show, his name is Chris Harrison. Now, look, yes, yeah, no offense to this guy, but, I, you know. The Bachelor TV show is the greatest break of this guy's career. He's not particularly handsome. He's not particularly, you know, he's an announcer. He's not a great voice. He's, yeah, right. but, he even, got, but even he, among announcers, he's not the greatest one. Right. You know, Tom Bergeron laughs at Chris Harrison. You know, Tom Bergeron. <laughs> you know, one thing about Tom Bergeron, he's a pretty capable announcer. He's got the voice the whole thing. he continues to be bankable. Yeah, he, right. he works. But Chris Harrison won the TV host lottery. The whole job, I mean. You, you know, hosting America's Got Talent requires way more hours and way more talent than it does to host The Bachelor. Because the guy, as far as I can tell, this guy, all he says is for the whole season, he's got like five lines, he says. One is, this is the final rose. Uh, when you're ready. Right. He always says that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on and, and, and tell us what this is when you're ready. When you're ready. Yeah. You know, he's all empathic. He's like, he, so he goes. And now he walks in and he goes, this is the final rose. Then he walks out. That's it. Then he goes. He's on the when, show. In the whole of the show, he's on for about 20 minutes. The whole yeah. season. 
<laughs> and then the other thing he says is, welcome to the most dramatic season of The Bachelorette yet. Now, you could do that. Anybody could do that. Then he goes, okay, bloopers. Then he goes, that's, that's number four. And number five is, there will be no cocktail party. We're going right to the rose ceremony. That's it. That's the job. Yes. This guy's got the cushiest job in the history of television. So, And I think they give him a raise every year. See, that I don't even understand. <laughs> and they give him a raise. You know, you, 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 you won the TV host lottery. You know, the, the, the greeter at Walmart has a more complex position because <laughs> he's got to deal with different people in the public. There's no camera. You can imagine the mess that being a Walmart greeter is. So, you know, I as a guy who's in radio, you know, when I see cush jobs like this, you, you, you know, if you're lucky enough to get one. Like I used to talk to Chris Booker about this all the time. Chris Booker, very good radio announcer, works on the radio in California. He's, uh, you know, he's a guy who's accomplished and a nice looking guy at that. And he even says to me, oh, I could get like a, a, a one of these TV shows like American Idol or America right. Got Talent. The guy would die and go to heaven. That's called announcer. People who get into announcing don't get into it because they want to work hard. Imagine, you, you, you know. I got into a business where you make, you spin records. I mean, that, that's not hard the work. The records do most of the work. <laughs> yeah. The guy writing the songs is knocking his head into the wall. I'm just there going, hey, here's Pink Floyd. <laughs> and here's the weather if you, if you want the weather. So, you know, when you're the host of The Bachelorette, you, fu you fucking hit a lottery. So that's this announcer heaven. So this dummy, Chris Harrison. Listen to this story. This is going to drive you nuts. This is going to drive you nuts because you're probably out there driving a truck, which ain't easy. Or, or you're a nurse, something like that, doctor. This dummy, they say to him, we figured out how to do the next season of The Bachelorette. You're not going to believe it. Even in the time of COVID, what we're going to do is we're going to take all the contestants who want a date. We're going to test them. We're going to quarantine them. We're going to put them all in a house. The whole season will take place in this house. And you as the host will be quarantined. None of you can get COVID. And we got, you're going to make money. Everyone here is going to make Everybody money. Everybody gets to work. We got it all figured out. Yeah. We got it figured out. The crew can work. You can work. Nobody leaves until love happens. In fact, that's your sixth line. You can say, nobody leaves until love happens. Well. So listen to this guy. So he, uh, his son's going to college. Now, I'm going to tell you something about college. I went to college. My father paid for college. That was it. And I was grateful. This guy, I guess he, I think he's divorced. He must have gotten guilted. Mm -hmm. he, he went and drove his son to college where he moved him in. My father never moved me in. I got Did a U-Haul. Did your father see Boston University? <laughs> My father came up once a year to say hello to me, and we went to Aegean Fair and had a dinner, and he had, it was full of flies, and we left. That was it. <laughs> oh, the flies were in Aegean Fair. The flies were all over me because I forgot to shower. I, no one told me you're supposed to do that. Anyway, I, 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 this guy, it drove me crazy. He goes up to, to wherever this kid goes to school, and he's probably around all the kids. He moves his son in. They say to him at The Bachelor, stupid, we've quarantined everyone. 
you can't be here for the taping. This is all going down right now. Yeah. For 14 days, you, you have to be tested in 14 days. You have to be in isolation because even if you test negative in 14 days, can you imagine on the set of The Bachelor if, if he causes, if he's, if he's, if he's a typhoid Mary or COVID Mary, right. he, he's, he's going to give everyone. Uh, yeah. So this is dummy. Zero. <laughs> he fucking blew it. Now he's sitting out and listen to this. They took this girl, Jojo, who was one of the contestants, and she's going to be the host for the two weeks that Chris Harrison's not there. And when I say two weeks, it means he's going to be out for most of the season because they taped the whole stupid show in a couple of weeks. In a month, yeah. Now, let me tell you, I am a radio man. I knew not to take vacations early in my career because you'd be replaced. This guy, it's going to expose him because this girl Jojo is going to do as good a job as he does. She was a bachelorette. That's what I'm saying. If she can do it, well, well, well what special what do talent does he have? For? That's yeah. right. It turns out Chris Harrison's son goes to school in Texas. Guess where there is a COVID hotspot? Because those fucking maniacs out in Texas, they won't, they won't wear masks. We want our freedom. Well, you got it now, <laughs> dummies. They should ship uh, Chris Harrison and anyone else off to Texas. Use your fucking head. Imagine he went with this kid. They were Texas. Well, I know he loved his kid, but come on. What if it wouldn't it be a great story if Jojo turns out to be better at it than him? And that's the end. And they like her and the Bachelor Nation starts voting for her. Like we love her as host. And and those cheap sons of bitches over uh, at ABC, they they're going to say, listen, we could pay this Jojo one one thousandth of what we pay uh, Chris Harrison. That's who needs him. Yeah. What a dummy anyway yeah, on a happier yeah. note be careful be careful use your head <laughs> how to drive his son let your wife drive him there you she doesn't have a job yeah, she can sit around for two weeks i guess yeah, i don't know what course. she does but and what's with your kid <laughs> why can't your kid drive himself I, tell the kid listen i got a gig Here's a bus ticket. (laughs) Yeah, here's a bus bus and a duffel bag. What is he driving his kid? You think my father drove me up to college? What do you want? Dad, uh, would you drive me up to college and would you buy me a new duvet? A what? Duvet. (laughs) Duvet. I'll give you a duvet. (laughs) Not only that, why are you sending your kid off to school in Texas? Gonna get COVID. Oh my God! I know this guy. You know now they're doing all this homeschooling, and uh, you gotta. You, my friend has young kids. Okay, mm. so my friend works from home. He he's on the computer, and the the wife watches the kids, and uh, she's like, "Thank God the kids have school now." You know. They do. And, um, yeah. A Zoom, <laughs> Zoom school. You go on oh. the Zoom and the teacher oh. teaches on Zoom. Let me tell you, first day. So she goes in the kitchen and makes some food or something. She's like, thank God these kids got something to do. Her, her daughter, who's like, uh, I don't know, second, third grade, something like that. Uh-huh. She says to her, you sit here and you go to Zoom school. You know, you go to school now. You got to sit Watch here and, you know. screen. <laughs> she comes out of the kitchen 10 minutes later kids not in front of the screen looks like the kids in the pool yeah of 
course. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> kids are kids skipping school. The pool's right there. Kids aren't even <laughs> supposed to be in the pool unattended. <laughs> kids in the pool. What happened to their fence? There's no fence? Yeah. University of North Carolina was open for a week, and they just announced they're closing down due to COVID. No shit. Hey, I got to give a shout out to uh, our governor. Governor Cuomo was, I don't know if you bothered watching the speeches at the Democratic Convention. I actually didn't watch it. I was busy watching a, a movie on Netflix with uh, Josh Duhamel. And, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Josh Duhamel. And what is the girl? She was in private parts with us. Uh, BB. Oh. Uh, Leslie. Leslie BB. Yes. BB. Leslie Bibb. Leslie Bibby. She, Leslie Bibb and Josh Duhamel. Leslie Bibb's a movie. Yeah. Uh, her husband dies in a car crash. She goes to work on a farm and falls oh, in love with Josh. Totally reasonable in reality. There was but... nothing reasonable about it, but <laughs> Beth and I were riveted. We stayed oh. up late to finish it. We love it. We like love movies. Boy, oh boy. You know, uh, there's a whole channel called the Hallmark Channel. Yes. That does nothing but make crappy movies. Yeah, we love it. You should have a subscription. <laughs> right. I'm, uh, I'm on You'd it. You would love every no, one but, of them. And then what was the movie we watched with Mandy Moore? Oh, my God. Mandy Moore. She was around 19 or 20. And she's a goody two-shoes. And uh, and she's super fucking hot. And she, the, the bad boy in school falls in love with her. And she changes his whole life. That's on Netflix, too. Oh, a yeah, walk that to remember. Too. Yeah, a walk to remember. <laughs> Watch that. You know one. what really happens? The bad boy gets a hold of the nice girl and ruins her life. Yeah, well, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know anything about it. Because you don't watch these kind of movies. But anyway, what was I telling you? You I were digress. telling me about speeches, something about Governor Cuomo. Oh, so we would have watched the Democratic Convention, but we were busy tied up with Leslie Bibb and uh, Josh Duhamel. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Duhamel was married to uh, the the woman from Fergie. the Black Eyed Peas, Fergie. So she she like she disappeared, um, and I was surprised when I would see her on New Year's Rock and Eve with Ryan Seacrest. I was like, really, Fergie? Talk about an announcer who fell into it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she she was not a good announcer, but uh, I mean. Uh, she shouldn't be. She shouldn't even be doing that. She, Fergie. Fergie's a big She's deal thing. now. Yeah. Well, she was. You know, oh, these yeah. stars don't last that long. Gotta when keep I saw, with the goods. I always thought Fergie was a big star. And then I see her on New Year's Rock and Eve, like past midnight on there, introducing bands. I went, I guess she's not that big a deal. See, you got to be careful with these gigs you take. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you got to be careful that you don't need a gig like that. That's right. <laughs> got to save your money. Oh, the Netflix movie I was watching with Beth is called The Lost Husband. And Beth said to me, you cannot tell anyone we watch this. I go, I know. I know. Look, why announce the name? Nobody else is going to watch that. <laughs> well, people are watching. Howard. <laughs> Young ladies in our audience will watch it. Oh, my goodness. I guess Josh anyway. Duhamel needs something to do. And anyway, yeah, listen, now that he's divorced from Fergie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So anyway, I would have watched the Democrat because because Beth even said to me, did you know the Democratic Convention was on? I go, no, actually, I didn't. Oh I didn't I didn't realize. 
But I was watching Governor Cuomo's speech this morning. God, is that guy articulate and well? And I was articulate. thinking when I saw it, oh, why isn't he the candidate? Well, all right, he's not the candidate, but he he was so effective, and so he's look when he speaks, you could see he's an intelligent guy. There's no fumfering. There's no lack of um, vocabulary. He's not looking for his place on the page. Just love that guy. I was very impressed. So I didn't watch it, but look, you know, it's hardly a convention. Can you believe we live in a world now where they're 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 ripping out the 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 mailboxes from so people can't vote? And they're slowing down the the postal service, and that a political convention has to be from people's bedrooms. I mean, literally, uh, people are delivering their speeches on Zoom. But it's the, just well, crazy. the other thing you can't believe is a person says one day, "Yes, I'm trying to slow down the mail," and then tweets, "Oh, I would, I want to make the post office great." <laughs> well, it's crazy. And then I saw, um, you know. Um, Cuomo was saying, look, you know, it's possible to get rid of this COVID thing in New York here. We've had a tremendous success. We were the, we were COVID central. And we showed you by sticking together, wearing masks, you know, he went through the protocol. That you can you can reduce the amount of this virus and get it under control. But I don't know, maybe five people must have seen this speech because I don't know. I, probably everyone was watching Netflix. Everybody was it? watching Josh Duhamel with you. <laughs> with, 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 with Leslie Bibb. It's not with you, Robin. <laughs> Two big stars. Anyway, <laughs> what was I telling you? I don't know. You want a phony phone call? Yes, let's do that. Yeah. All right. This is uh oh this this show it's one of those religious uh, internet shows. Wait we a love- minute before we get off the Bachelor for a second because I did want to talk to you about this. We were talking about Chris Harrison going to take his son to university. What's going on with the Bachelorette? Well, what's going on is the Bachelorette was someone a I personally was not that excited about. They chose her before COVID, and I was quite frankly shocked that they chose her. I forget her name even, but she has been on The Bachelor, some incarnation of The Bachelor or their other spinoffs, and she never could find love, this woman. So they chose her. Well, they've waited so long to film The Bachelor because of COVID in the meantime, she found love with an athlete, a professional athlete. Claire Crowley is her name. Uh-huh. And she said, you know, I said to myself, she's a good-looking girl. I said to myself, you're telling me this young, good-looking girl cannot find love? They did months of her sitting around waiting to be the bachelor. Well, to be, the, to be chosen the bachelorette is the greatest honor in Bachelor Nation. <laughs> but she went out, and in the meantime, she dated, and she fell in love in the first two weeks and left. That was it. She, boom, first two weeks. There's a shakeup going on. What happened? Well, this was an opportunity for diversity. You know, The Bachelor has been criticized for lack of blackness. You know the story. It's always a white bachelor or bachelorette. They put in about three or four black people to compete to get and the black get thrown off. (laughs) They always get thrown off before the end. They almost, you know, they always keep one black person around and they choose and choose and and then finally it's like, well, I'm not in love with you. So there was a lack of diversity. So now when Claire found love, they quickly got a new bachelorette and lo and behold, it's a black woman. 
Is it? I have no idea. I just knew that somehow they were sneaking women into the bachelorette and something was going on. I couldn't tell what. There's diversity now. Now there's diversity. So, Well, you know, is- when they say diversity, uh, do we only have black and white people in this country? Yeah. Evidently, no. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, then there's no problem. <laughs> Yeah, there's only there's only black people and white people. There's nothing in between. All right. Anyway, let me give. So we call the religious radio show. Uh, this is uh, I don't know this show, but uh, you know, on the religious radio shows now, they're all uh, for uh, why is this COVID nineteen interfering with our rights? So uh, this is just us busting balls. Here you go. But you know, there's victory. Today, I have exciting news. We have our first caller. His name is Ralph. Ralph, Ralph, sorry, Ralph, welcome to the show. Hello, hi. I wanted to talk to you about this, this whole COVID thing. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's nuts. Ralph, we are on 100% agreement on that. I mean, they are after our individual rights. Make no mistake. They're going to tell us what to do, where we can go, who we can be. Wear a mask. Do the. It's ridiculous. Absolutely is. It absolutely is. They're trying to control us. Is what they're trying to do. It's exactly what they're trying to do. Individual liberties, freedom of expression. It's what this country was founded on, and it's our right. I totally agree with you. Why they brought covert out, and why they quarantined everything? They're trying to take away that. And right. no government is going to tell me what I can and can't do. Or where I can and can't go, and that's what they're trying to do. Which is ludicrous, in my opinion. It's just ridiculous. And where I want to go is my local gay bar with my boyfriend. I want to bring him right on the dance floor, and I want to make out with him. And by God, I'm going to do it. Well, (laughs) I mean, that's neither here nor there. Open the schools. Open the bars. Open the bathhouses. Are you with me? No. 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 That's... Where I draw the line. And open the glory holes. Really? I mean, <laughs> My God, even the CDC says they're safe. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> uh, no. And, while, and bring back elective surgeries while we're at How else am I supposed to transition into a woman? <sighs> it's my right to chop off my dick. Well, okay, me? like I said, keep it Christian, okay? So let's... Are you with me? No, that's not our right. At all. I say, open up the beaches, open up the schools, and lop off my penis. <laughs> I apologize for that. What in heaven's name are they trying to do? I rebuke you, Satan, and cast you out. <laughs> and Yeshua command you, leave this place. Whoa. Wow. Ooga booga. <laughs> Let me take a couple of minutes and get reset here, and I'll be right back with you. It's going to get reset. <laughs> oh, this yeah. music is resetting him? Yeah. It's a reset. Old time religion. Give me that old time religion. Good enough for me. Well, I'm not going to say that. anything about that because that's Dolly. Love it.
Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. I say, give me that old time religion. <laughs> it's good enough for me. I like the guy. Well, that's goes. what that guy was bringing. The old time religion. Ooga booga. Yahshua rebuke you. <laughs> I just like that the caller's name was Ralph. It was Did great. You catch that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was yeah. very funny when the guy, he was like all over this guy. He was so happy to get a caller he could sympathize with. He goes, we have, ex- this is when you know you're on a shitty radio show. We have exciting news, ladies and gentlemen. We have a caller. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Uh, yeah. All right. I see there's a ton, unlike that religious show, we have a ton of callers. Um, we have to, hmm. Let me take a break. I just want to get a, a little a cup of water here, and, uh, and, and, I'll, and I'll come right back. And then we'll get to your phone calls. And I've got a, a boatload, aside from checking in with George, our announcer. Hot water. Yes, hot water. Hot water. Hot water. Hot water. Yes. Um, not only will we um, check in with George, but I want to read your um, email that you sent us, various listener responses to the show, fan feedback. And, uh, oh, my God, uh, uh, I want to talk to you about Ronnie the Musical. There's a whole bunch of things. We'll be back right Ronnie the this. Musical. That's right. That's right, Robin. Man, I really miss my person who is in charge of my hot water. Yeah, what's going on? It seems like your water's a problem. Yeah, well, I took a break to get some water, and I like, water. To boil the, I like to boil the water. So I went out there, I boiled some water, and then I looked at my cup. I guess like I've had the water in there a while, and there was all this sediment in it. It looks gross, <laughs> like pieces of shit floating around in my water. So then I was like, Ooh. oh, now I don't have any water. And then Gary was talking to me, so I, went, I ran out and got a bottle of water, but I can't heat. I don't have time to heat it up. You know, I used to have uh... people. I used to have people. Now I'm running the whole thing myself. Yeah, I thought we had your water handled. Well, anything you think is handled is handled by me, and it's mishandled. <laughs> and I have no one to yell at. I isn't really need terrible? a person. I need people. I do. I need people. But isn't it terrible when you don't have anybody to yell at? I know. I could, and I can only blame myself. And like, yeah, <laughs> because really, I should have taken my my pot that I boiled the water in. I should have cleaned it out. Well, but I'm too lazy. Help. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I wish Beth would do it, but I can't load her up with anything. I mean, it'd be selfish of me. Howard, it's so simple. You could just I take know. it to the sink and run the water in it, rinse it out, and pour mm. it out. I'm just not going to do it. <sighs> I'm not going to do it. This is so funny. Gary was Can telling me. Can we get me, somebody to deliver hot water? <laughs> no, I don't want it. I don't want anything delivered to this house. <laughs> Okay. Let me, um, what did I do? I, I promised to, uh, do a couple of phone calls. This is, um, let's go here. Let me just bust through here. This is Jason. Hey, Jason. Jason in Florida. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, now. Um, so, hey, now. So I want to just share, hey um, now. And it, I guess, an example of how stupid this whole COVID thing is getting. I had, Two families, two sides of my family, both had parties. And one was for a 90-year-old, and one was for a 22-year-old that was graduating college. And what I thought was really ridiculous 
no one was required to wear masks for the party for the nine for the nine year old. Everybody was gathering. Everybody was just like nothing was going on. But for my twenty two year old you know, cousin, um, everybody had to wear a mask. I mean, how fucked up is it that you have two different sides, you know, of families that two different age groups, and the the side that should be wearing masks to protect the older person isn't doing it. I don't I don't know what what reality I'm living in. I seem to be in a world where there are people who understand that there is a plague happening. And then like I have friends who just I don't know they they laugh at us because we're quarantining and they're like right. what do you they call us up and go are you guys still not seeing anyone? And we go no, yeah. we're not seeing anyone. There's nobody to see. We there's a there's a plague going on. And we want to stay alive. We don't want to get COVID. Yeah, and, you're not and, dying to see anybody. Right. And I know that some people get symptoms, some don't, but some people die. We don't know. We're, I'm not into playing rush and roulette. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm not exactly. into playing Russian yeah. roulette. And it's like, it's, it's so fucking crazy. And then, you know, in, in Florida, where they're obviously insane, I, I, I have a house in Florida. I won't even go there because yeah. the people, the people are so out of control. They, they need to have more death until they finally realize, you know, maybe we need to wear masks and get it under control like New York did. They won't do it. Right. I don't know what it is. The, yeah. the heat must be melting everyone's brain. It's like, you're going to have to get together, hunker down, and get the fucking virus under control. You can't have parties. Forget parties. Parties are a thing of the past. Parties aren't even great. Parties blow. What do you yeah. think you're missing? What A 90-year-old needs a birthday party? Jesus Christ. The you were fucking bothering guy. her. I mean, <laughs> parties suck. You know, you go there for 15 minutes and you want to get out the door. What the, I mean, what is with the parties? I mean, what are, what are these people like children? They got to have a party. Imagine dying yeah. for a shitty birthday party. Fucking crazy. Yeah. It's like in Florida, like, we need our freedom. You got all the freedom you need, you idiot. You'll have, you'll have all your all freedom. All it takes for you to be free is not to have a mask on. Nah. You're so silly. Such right. childish it, it, behavior. It's crazy. It's crazy. Thank you. Hey, Pocket. This is Pocket from California. I'm even hearing people now say after the election, COVID will go away. Like, COVID. Uh, pays attention yeah. to elections. Yeah, yeah. Believe me, no matter who wins, has got a fucking crisis on their hand. <laughs> it ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be a picnic. Now, Trump's gonna. You know, if he if he wins, he's just gonna go on saying, "Look, it, it, it's it's bullshit." If Biden wins, he's gonna have to sit there and do what Cuomo did. He's gonna have to really hunker down with this country, have an honest talk with them, and say, "Here's what we need to do. We're going to war against a virus. We're America." This is what Cuomo said. We're America. We've won wars in the past. Let's beat this one. Let's win this war and treat it like it's a war. And let's get this fucking thing under control. Um, yeah, Pocket, go ahead. Dude, I haven't hugged my dad in six months. No joke. Right. That's right. Listen, and my dad I, doesn't I, get my dad doesn't get a ton of affection. OK. But Dude, he's I'm alive. Not your, you I'm know. not your psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, what do you what do you want, Pocket? Yeah. By the way, I just, just read saying, this stat. I'm following. I'm following the rules. About a year or two ago, we started tracking how many times people call into our show. We have software that does that. 
Uh-huh. Pocket, like the pocket has called in 1,073 times. Wow. Yeah. Is that a big, is what, what does that mean? In- what me- it means he's he's called into the show with with topics one thousand over one thousand times, but that's not even. You know who's the big winner? Who? You would think it would be Bobo. It's Mike from Maine. Oh my! Well, he does call just about every day. Two thousand three hundred thirty times. <laughs> he know, must have no when job. You hear oh. that, Mike from Maine? Yeah. I hope that tells you something. Let me. Uh, well, he's had lots of practice with uh, Bubba. Right. Yeah, he's not only calling us, he's calling Bubba. That means he has absolutely no life. (laughs) Mike. Hey, Mike. How dare you, Robin? I'm living (laughs) life right now. 2,330 times. Is that legitimately a real number? That's how many times I've called the show? Yeah, and by the way... Aren't you embarrassed? Thank you. (laughs) should be ashamed of yourself. (laughs) Get a life. (laughs) Bobo, Bobo, since we we started tracking this, I don't know what what period of time this is. Bobo has 1,592 calls. I think you missed a few. Pocket 1,073. Mike from Maine, 2,330. And... uh, How about apples? I don't know. I don't see him on. He's not on the line right now, so I can't check. Oh, he's in Colorado. It's early there. Oh, hi, honey. That's a coaster. You look cute. Hon, that's it. You don't <laughs> want to be on air? You have anything you want to say? Anything How about, was the movie uh, last night? <laughs> so let's talk about the movie we watched. <laughs> Come on. I, I talked about it already. Which movie do you like better? Mandy Moore, A Walk to Remember? Or Josh Duhamel and Leslie Bibb. What? Mandy Moore. Why are you hiding behind a curtain? I, <laughs> I think you look great. <laughs> You're wearing a whole titty top. You look fabulous. I'm not wearing a titty top. I'm That's a titty like top. A t-shirt top. Yeah, but there's no bra or anything, right? <laughs> bra. Oh, you are? Oh. You look okay. cute. But is it bang o'clock today? <laughs> okay. Yeah? Yeah. yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get laid, everyone. <laughs> it's gonna happen yes oh my god i'm so excited what is this mess? oh my god and look at my cup look at my hot water look at look what's happening here all kinds of shit in my water oh, you want me to get you a new one? no 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 don't you do it i'll he, do it later he, he, yo stop it howard that is so <laughs> insincere be quiet Robin. be authentic <laughs> you're gonna cause a divorce honey it's okay don't worry about it seriously <laughs> what Thing has dirt in it. I know. No one washes the pot. <laughs> I'm going to wash it later. I'm no, I'm bringing it up to wash it. Oh, good. Sure I have a water. You are. <laughs> Beth, Beth gets disgusted because I don't clean anything. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Hey, Mike, what's up? Hey, Howard. Uh, I think it's kind of embarrassing that our, uh, normally a president will wait until he gets out, out of office, and then other people will recommend that he belongs on a monument or that he deserves some sort Hold of Hold on a but... second. Hold on a second. Honey, really, I'll do it. Oh, she's already done, Howard. Stop it. <laughs> oh, I have, no, this is what I do. Let me just do my thing. <laughs> Honey, I'll take care of it. You do everything. She does everything. She does everything around here. I, I can't know. have her. I'm in charge of my own water, my own hot water. Oh, no, she's going upstairs with it. She's going to clean it. She's going to resent me. Oh, all you have Honey, to do. 
Swish, swish, swish. <laughs> Honey, I don't want you doing that. I'm going to do it. You do everything around here. <laughs> Be quiet, Mike. Meanwhile, you're you busy know, calling. She may see this tape someday. Honey, seriously. What? Come here. Come here for a second. What are you doing? I cleaned it out, and now I have it. I don't want you cleaning it out. I'm going to do it. I already did it, and now there's another. I'm making you another hot water. It's it's so. What did he do? What is on the floor? You know what that is? That's paper. I was going to clean that. It's filthy down here. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to clean. What is that? What is that? What is that? It's like dirt and. Oh my yeah, God! I'm gonna I'm gonna clean the studio today. That's Who's my job. Your, I have to clean the studio. No, you don't. I'm doing it. I, I that, all that here. is all that was was paper, honey. You know what she should do, Howard? She should that's put you out. Look, that's my garbage. <laughs> no, no, no. I have a cleaning regimen. I did that here. Today a is regimen. the day. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start this regimen? No, 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 honey. Please. Oh. You do enough around here. <laughs> now, now they so, need to bring in the yeah. fumigators. <laughs> no, this is good because now the now the place will get clean. Oh, you're terrible, honey. I'm in charge of this. I've got it. I will clean it today. What? With what? Is that a? <laughs> honey, come here. I can't hear you. How do I know when the hot water's finished? Stop it. Is you it, don't have to be boiling. It's fine. It's done. Oh, I, honey, I don't want you doing this. This is good that I say that. You're a mess. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm embarrassed that the studio isn't clean. I, I know. No, it'll be clean today. What is she sneaking no. to the floor? What are you doing in there? <laughs> Only I could get her to dish through the show for me. Then I'd be all set. <laughs> honey, you do the show. I'm going to go upstairs. Wait, oh, will you clean the uh, studio and yeah. take care of the cats? <laughs> All those cats, they're such rascals. They, um, they like, Beth cleans out the whole litter boxes. If she sees a shit or a piss in the litter box, she cleans it out. Uh-huh. As soon as she cleans it out, they all go running in oh, to, yeah. to piss and shit. They love it. Yeah, they love a clean litter box. <laughs> it's so mean of them. They shouldn't, they shouldn't do that anyway. They don't let it stay clean for a second. Yeah. All right, Mike, I don't care about your question. I just uh, wanted to talk to, to you about what, what what is your statement? What are you saying? Oh, I just think it's odd that I think it's odd that most presidents will wait until or every president waits until they leave office. And then people recommend them or or, or nominate them for some sort of an honor or, or maybe even a monument. But Trump thinks that he belongs on Mount Rushmore now. It sounds like he's already I just think it's weird to have a. An egomaniac for a president, but no one wants, you know, the people that support him don't want to say, hey, listen, that's bad form. They don't want to ever criticize him, ever. I think it's right, bad form not to criticize your president. Hold on a second, Mike. What? Where's your thermos thing? I didn't get it. You know what it is? They're delaying the mail. I don't have a Where's thermos. Where's the one you were using? Oh, I forgot it upstairs. And don't and don't get it. That, that toothpick has hair sticking to it. What is that? Look, that's disgusting. Yeah, but I, 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 I want to put this in the recycle bin, so I'm, that's what oh, I'm... Oh, here we go with the toothpicks in the recycle bin again. I'm trying to do, Stop it, Robin. This You're going to ruin my really marriage. Well, all right, I'll throw them out. What was going on? This is upsetting me. What is upsetting this is you? filthy back here. It really... But, but honey, I'm in charge of it. I'm going to clean it. I don't want you cleaning it. I'm serious. It would be upsetting if you were to come down here and start cleaning the uh, I'll do it later. All right. All right. 
Oh, you. you. <laughs> She's on to you. Howard, how do you get a hair, how do you get a hair on a toothpick? No, you know how what it is. How do you do that, Howard? How I do you get a hair the, on a toothpick? I use the world's greatest toothpicks. They're called, I'll give them a plug because I never want them to go out of business. It's called um, Doctor's Brush Picks. And they're great. They keep my teeth healthy and my gums healthy because I always clean. I never have dirty teeth. And they're great. But they're plastic. And I believe that we should recycle all plastic items. So Look, we went through this because you don't take them away. You leave them lying around. That's right. And I'll tell you why. I leave them laying on here (laughs) until I can bring them up. I get a collection of them. And then I bring them up to the recycle bin. You know what you need? Go ahead. You need a recycling assistant. No. No. (laughs) You need need a recycle bin right there. Just a little waste basket that or bag that you put them in instead of leaving them there to grow hair. I know. Tell (laughs) tell Beth to get that. (laughs) That's the hitch. I'm so lazy. I don't want to go up and get a separate like and then and then as she gets annoyed to me, I'll go, honey. Is there an extra waste basket we're not using around here that I could use downstairs for my toothpicks? And she'll be like, why do I have to get involved in everything that everything you need to do? You do. <laughs> like, I don't ask you where things are. How come you don't know where anything is? And then she gets upset with me and then she starts feeling like I'm not doing my share. And it just turns into a whole fucking thing. And then I don't have bang a clock. <laughs> well, you're in jeopardy of losing bang a clock right now. I know. I know. I want bang a clock so bad. I tried to get it. Yesterday, I go, hey, is it bang o'clock? She goes, it's like the end of my period, not yet. And I'm like, oh, I don't give a shit about a period. You think that slows me down? She goes, well, I'm uncomfortable with it. I go, well, I'm not. I want bang o'clock now. Bang o'clock's the best. (laughs) And I don't want, seriously, I don't want to, like, be cleaning all morning. If I'm having bang a clock, I have to conserve my energy. You know what? You better clean. Otherwise, bang a clock will go away. I know. Bang a <laughs> clock is like four o'clock. she got to come down there and inspect that place. Oh, my God. I don't know. The other day, Beth, Beth tells me, no bang a clock today. It's my period. And I went, oh, fuck. I got to do something. I'm all pent up. So I calculated, I, I jerked off, and I said, that'll give me two days to build up some more steam <laughs> so when bang o'clock happens. Because I'm, you know, I'm at the age where doing it every day is a little rough. You don't have so. something in the holster all the time? Right. Sad. <laughs> Although it frees up a lot of time, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, so I beat off uh, two days ago. So you're ready now? Now I'm ready. I got, I got everything going, ready to go. I'm all set but for bang o'clock. But you know, it would be romantic for her if you clean that room. Yeah, I know. I've read I read books about that. Women yeah. get turned on if you do that. I'm going to do it as soon as the show's over. In fact, uh, after you know, after it's over, I'm going to just clean up. I'm going to get the vacuum cleaner and clean up. And I'm going to do it. Get rid of those. Get yourself a waste basket. I know, and she you hates got a finding bag over there. She she hates my. Uh, toothpicks because it's gross to see toothpicks laying all around but i want to save the environment i don't want some bird to choke on my toothpick yes but it's just you what is that bag a black bag is over there plastic bag yeah that's my bag that i empty my garbage into and so it just sits there 
until it's full. I'm not going to just <sighs> fucking take it upstairs I, when it's full. Like, I don't know. She's upset about that. I'm like, 